I really don't like petting zoos. I feel that they give children a false sense of what animals really are like. Previously on Nerds Who Get Laid, sometimes. It's so nice, and it moves. Like, you can move it so he goes down. It's, it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah, don't get caught trying to solicit sex from a gym rat. Like, how much further do you want me to come out? You know, I'm just kind of done with them. Well, it's not really a secret if you're talking about it now. Wakes up from being passed out. I'm going to fight a bush. No! Mmm, big boots. How does TJ feel about petting zoo? <laughs> What's pissing me off? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Hmm, okay, that's okay. a good point. So, yeah. Charles, what, what, what's yours? TJ's pissed. I don't know if I can say anything. Um, Fantastic Four, <sighs> movie, comic, action figures, reboot. Oh, Jesus Christ! Well, you well, just hey, said the magic word, so, so TJ's obviously fruit. pissed. Um, yeah. Katie. Um, gelato. I like gelato. Gelato is awesome. Gelato is cool. Okay. Yes. Long car drives. With or without children. Oh, okay. Muscular women. Define. <laughs> like lots of muscles. Like China muscular? Like way more muscular than any of us. Oh, that's not hard. It's really not. <laughs> But like the way part is hard. But like Charles, man, you're just trying. You're just trying me tonight. No, I I feel like I would rather urinate in a cup and drink it than drink Bud Light. I'd rather drink Bud Light, but I mean, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Katie, um, Scottish people. I don't know. I'm not racist or anything. <laughs> like European that. cars. Um, I feel that we should actually import European cars okay. with with their engines that they have because on on average they get about fifty miles a gallon uh, compared to our average of twenty three miles a gallon. Right on, Charles. Mike, celestial bodies, <laughs> <laughs> planets, moons, all oh, uh, the celestial bodies. I think they're too round. Too round. Yes. What about the ones that aren't? How do you feel about those? I feel that they should be more round. Oh, so you could hate them? <laughs> yes. Excellent point. <laughs> celery. I don't know. I'm pretty neutral. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> water. Pretty neutral on water. Charles. Nathan decided not like to be Charles. Here. I was just thinking that. <laughs> How did I know that's where that was going to go? Mike. <laughs> I like Mike. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> That son of a bitch lost my Batman hand I, 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 in rotten hell. <laughs> wait a minute. That's the alcohol. <laughs> like, wait Mike's all right. Well, ma- maybe I just wanted you to find it later. Ooh. <laughs> tempting. Does that piss you off? No. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty excited now. How do you feel about African tribal knives found behind the chair I sit? There's no Batman <laughs> hand attached to it. Yeah, there's, there's. Maybe that's what he was going for. The did, you, did you find a hand? What's a that? tiny hand attached to it. <laughs> nice tiny Skywalker <laughs> meme reference. Oh, you found my lightsaber. Was there a hand with that? I like the hand back too. Uh, profusely sweating while being asked questions. <laughs> Holy I shit! I don't like that. I can wildebeest. So you don't like this right now? No. Okay. Uh, wildebeest. Um, I I don't know that it tastes good. 
Anthony Hopkins. Does he I, taste I good? I am very pro Anthony Hopkins, especially okay. stroked out Anthony Hopkins. Okay, Katie. So is Jackoff videos. I'm sorry. He <laughs> <laughs> stroked out Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Gosh. Katie? God, cake? No, I don't like cake. The band? Either. <laughs> Charles? People decide to go to a theme park and not be here? That's weak. Are we like expressly talking Nathan, about one yeah, certain Mike, person? Yeah. Nathan, like, I don't like Josh Garner anyway. <laughs> yeah, because screw that guy. But anyway. Mike. Uh camping. Oh, I like to camp. Frozen grapes. No. Thawed grapes. Pissed. Katie. Yeah. Devo. Devo, awesome. Devo made me drop my African. Charles. <laughs> I want to hold the knife. I How am you? I am pro eighties music. Charles wants to hold the knife. How do you feel about that? No. no. Okay. I handle knives Mike. all day. Let me hold the knife. Look, you just handle your own back. knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's Mike. teasing me. Mike. Do I need to put he's, my mouth next to it? Just hand me the oh, knife. God. It'd be your natural Mike. position. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, signal flares. In the right context, I think the signal flares are important. Give me a wrong context where signal flares would piss you off. In this room right now, a signal flare would probably piss me off. What about a road flare? They're that, not as bright. That'd probably piss me off, too. What about the flares with the little parachutes attached to them they used in Vietnam? That'd be cool, actually. That would be pretty fucking cool. Yes. Yeah. Well, what we about uh, those. Yeah. What about Ray going on vacation so we can't podcast? Fucking piss. <laughs> Bambi. Delicious. Tastes good. Mm-hmm. Katie. Oh, um, All right, this is the last round, guys. Oh, PJ's round. pissed. Okay. Got to get riled up. Good and riled up for the next yes. segment. Give us um, more drinks. The minimum wage increase. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, not that one. We don't have the rest of the night. <laughs> okay. But no, I'm I'm not pro minimum wage increase. Eddie, what you got? I feel if you're a person that has to rely on the minimum wage, then you deserve the minimum wage. Um, kayaking. Kayaking? I've never been. I have no opinion on kayaking. <laughs> sushi. I like sushi. Right. Uh, the Patriots underinflating their footballs. <laughs> Tom Brady, no. <laughs> um, scam Brady. I think they just got caught. Yeah, I agree. I think with there that. are other teams that that do yeah. similar things. Yeah, I feel they just got caught. It's like the black man, and you know, uh, the they're night, just watching the night before. Co- they're just watching him closer. Yeah, you know, because he was doing steroids, and he says it just got caught. exactly. Everybody does it, right? That bicycling man that had cancer that lost a testicle, Lance Armstrong, <laughs> strong, live strong. Lance Strong, I, you know, Lance Strong, Armstrong. I, I, I feel. I feel if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So, <laughs> you know, more power. I feel to like it. it'd be hard if, to bicycle with one testicle. Maybe you'd get like stuck in a circle. You, you'd start biking in a circle. What? <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed in him in that he didn't get a prosthetic, a nudicle. Maybe yeah. he did. I don't know, but he's he just goes around like I've got one nut. <laughs> 
Maybe he's got no. Maybe he got the other well, one Hitler in that, just like, have one that like maybe it's an alright. <laughs> like one of those squishy toys. Yeah. Well, or Hitler, they have Hitler that was have, born like, with one. Yeah. So maybe no, yeah. Lance Armstrong had one removed for cancer yeah, purposes. Yeah, for cancer. But yeah. So. He donated it to cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. And he also had to and wear the tight bicycle shorts. Didn't appreciate that shit, you know. And so we move back to celestial bodies. Exactly. All right. So we're going to come back and we're going to talk about things that changed. Our lives. All right, everyone, as you have probably noticed this is a two-part episode last week if you didn't hear the end of last week it was a cliffhanger exactly and our get, first one our first cliffhanger ever so um so you got to hear what tj was pissed about sylvester and- stallone eat your heart out exactly <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to talk about some things that changed our lives things that we may have read or watched or played that uh that changed the way we thought now are these these are nerd things. Yeah, these are specifically like we're trying to keep it in the nerd realm because nerds who get laid. So like if you found out that when like, ketchup <laughs> was really good. No. Well, that, well, well, I was against it for the first 20 years, so I mean, <laughs> it's a bit of an epiphany. Getting laid or ketchup? Both. <laughs> oh. Actually, it'll be 28 years. Right. You're talking you? about that. Ketchup. <laughs> I waited 28 years to have sex. And then I had it. Then I waited another seven years to do it again. <laughs> All right. So so that's the topic today. Uh, this will be a little bit of sh- prob- maybe a shorter format um, than you're used to. We don't have news because we are not live today. Um, I'm on vacation, so everyone hates me right now. So No, I don't care. Well, I like working 16 hours a week and not having anything to look forward to. Yeah. So we're going to start off with things that change your life. Mike, what you got? What's something that you saw, heard, read? Metal Gear Solid, the video game. Tell us about it. I know you love it. You've talked about it before. Tell us how it changed your life. It really got me into video games. Like I'd played them for a long time, but I did it very casually. Like I would play a couple levels and be like, oh, I'm done, you know, and that was it. Like I'd never gotten past certain parts of any games. Like I had owned this original Super Mario Brothers since it came out and I had never beaten it. And I would say I'd had to have been in about 97. So I was probably 12 or 13 at the time. So, I mean, I played it. It had an amazing story. Uh, it really appealed to the military side of me. I like the voice acting. It was my first, like, I guess, entry into what would later be called AAA titles. And I just, I enjoy AAA titles. Triple A titles are basically just high uh high budget video games that's near sole purpose is just to really make money. Okay. Uh but they're it, it, uh it to summer blockbuster movie. It's like Okay, that. gotcha. Yeah, but the game creme de la creme. It was so good. Like it was so good that the disappointing sequels that came after it weren't as bad because I liked the first one so much. But it really got me into playing video games and caring about things. Like from that time, I went back, I played a bunch of stuff and beat things that I hadn't beat before, like Super Metroid. 
uh, Zelda 2, all the Mario Brothers I had. Still haven't beaten the second one, the fake second one from America. But that really kind of opened my eyes to video gaming in general. And I would say kind of, for lack of a better person, kind of really launched me into my nerd phase. You know, because I was into music at the time, then I went nerd, you know, like video games and stuff. And here I sit. The end. On your nerd throne. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, what was the thing that. Um, I don't like, I've, I've always been into reading since I can, mm-hmm. like, remember. Always read everything. Like, even when I was grounded from reading, I would read the back of cereal boxes and stuff. Um, but I was at my grandparents' How house. How horrible are your parents? They right? would ground you from reading. I, I got a C. They're like, you got a C. You can't read. <laughs> yeah. That'll teach you. <laughs> well, I think it was like recreational reading. I guess I could read the encyclopedia or something. Um, but I was at my grandparents' <laughs> house. Oh, so she did. <laughs> I did actually read an entire 1950s encyclopedia. Um, but when I, anyway, I was at my grandparents' house and I found a comic book of Supergirl. Like, I still remember the cover, late 80s, and, like, I just, that got me into, oh, you can read stuff with pictures. So I really got into that. So sorry. That I know. <laughs> I know. So that was your first that launch was my first into, comic into comic books. That was my first into comic books, yeah. Do you remember the story? Probably it sounds so horrible. I just, it was one of, it was one of the earlier ones, like, okay. where she was first getting, like, I just remember her first coming to Earth and adjusting, but that's okay. all I remember, and I can't find it anywhere to save my life. Well, if anyone out there has a Supergirl expert, I, really know. I, I know what the cover looks like. It's her like flying through city streets. Through city streets. I'm sure that yeah. narrows it down. Yeah, right? I know. I know. <laughs> All right, TJ. For me, um, when, I was a, uh, when I was a kid, it was an episode of Star Trek. Um, I like Star Trek, and I like Star Wars and all that kind of stuff, but um, it was... Uh, the episode called Let That Be Your Last Battlefield had uh, Frank Gorshin in it, and he was half black and half white, and he was... Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a little more deep than some of the other ones, but it was... It kind of... I mean, it's a very heavy-handed episode anyway, as far as the social lesson that was there, but it, it I learned it. It yeah. was... Don't hate other people because of the color of their skin or yeah. anything else like that. If you're hate somebody, hate them because they're an asshole to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that was um, probably one of the things that changed my, my outlook on life. Um, growing up in the South, I mean, I wasn't like taught to hate other people or anything like that, but you know, you're in school and you hear other people talk about things and, and you just realize that, and I don't know, that just helped me realize that there are other, that people are people, you know? Yeah. I remember watching that episode recently, and it's, um, correct me if I'm wrong, one of them, one of the sides, the left side of their face is black, and the yeah. other one, the right side of their face is black, and they vice versa with the, with the white. Yeah. And the people on the Enterprise are like, uh, we can't tell the difference between <laughs> you two. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, "Are you kidding? No, they're hideous." Yeah, and all this stuff. And it, it is, it is pretty. Um, I it mean, shines a light on on that stuff, and it's like, "Oh, you're really picking that's, up that's on pretty bullshit. petty." Yeah, it's pretty petty crap 
to yeah. to hold a grudge against somebody for you don't even know the guy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Star Trek always went into a lot of those big social issues, especially the er- early. Yeah, ones. they yeah. really did. And so, you no, know, uh, it was just one of those things. And then reading X Men comics and and yeah. all, um, they're pretty preachy as well. Um, but you kind of get that, you know, treat everybody the way you would want to be treated type thing. So that's what I try to do in life. And it funny enough seems like, um, I may be completely wrong, but being in the, the nerd culture more so than I was before, uh, the last two years we've been doing this podcast and everything. It seems like that's a pretty, uh, normal thought process in this culture. I feel like it is. And then very accepting and opening, Open yeah. to, to to different things like that. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm very much a I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you are. Just don't be an asshole. And, yeah, and you know, and we're fine. Other, yeah, I'll be fine with you. I don't care. Yeah, don't like sports. I I like I'm just kidding. I like sports. I like no, I like all kinds of things. I can talk to as long as you don't play sports. <laughs> Charles, give us something that changed your life. And. Mm-hmm. Coming yes. on the podcast doesn't count. No. Okay. So we know that is your answer. Yeah. We read so your diary. I want to go with... All right, I'll go with one of the video games I've played. Uh, I love wrestling. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Everybody knows that. Uh, it was... Wait, what? <laughs> shut up. Whoa, hold on. God, here we go again. It was... Uh, I think it was about 2001 is when I ended up getting the game. It was a Virtual Pro Wrestling 2 on the Nintendo 64. Uh, me and my best friend through high school, we were big into wrestling, and I had graduated high school. He was still, I think, a senior at that time. I was working. I was starting to kind of get out of wrestling, and he recommended me finding this game and buying it, and I did, and it was the Japanese equivalent of the No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000. And it pretty much brought me into another part of wrestling that I'd never really seen because I was already grew up on WCW and WWF and all that and now I got to see the stars of Peruso over in Japan and it just it relit a passion and I was like playing it first we had to translate it all over oh wow that was not fun yeah I can imagine and actually learning and playing all the different characters and learning through them all starting to find videos of them like we were actually looking online for people that had like VHSs of them because we couldn't find DVDs so we were going for VHS and it just one of the things I always hold a memory to because it was it was fun like we, I had that game almost for like five or six years before I got rid of it and I regret doing it but it just it made me feel like a kid again because I was seeing something that I enjoyed I grew up with and now I'm seeing something else of that same genre and it was amazing because, like, growing up, I only knew of like two guys from Japan: Great Muda, yeah. that everybody had seen, and Jushin Liger, who came around early '90s. After that, then I got into guys like Misawa, Kobashi, Vader. I followed Vader's career when he went in Japan. Hanson, and the list just goes on and on from all Japan pro yeah, wrestling to Japan bad. pro. Mm, Bob, no, that was, I was pretty catchy. Say, that's too. exactly where my brain went. Yeah, I know. Dick. Then they started playing hockey, and it was really good. Cool. For ducks? When they did the duck hockey? No, it's the other one. Fine. Live shot. No, they were with uh, Paul Newman. 
Slapshot. Very cool. So that that kind of rekindled your fire yes. for for because it was I'd grown up seeing everything like you had seen through the Attitude Era. It was like I kept seeing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, guys from WF going WCW, WCW, WWF. I'd seen it all, and now I'm seeing something else. And Those game games was amazing, were really good. Oh, I still own. I the still Ukes, have No Mercy. The Uke games back then, yeah, they were good. No, that wasn't Uke. That was Uke. Not on the sixty four. Yeah, it was that was THQ. THQ was the publisher. Uke was the developer. Asmic Ace and AKI. They're no longer around. I still have them, dude. I don't know. I'm out of it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's well, arguably No Mercy is still arguably the greatest wrestling game made. A lot of people think that. And I thought Virtual Pro 2 was right there, if not better. What was the game called? Virtual Pro 2 Wrestling? Virtual Pro Wrestling 2. For the N64? Yes. Okay. Very cool. Well, um, mine is actually a video game as well. One of the things that really kind of changed my life. Uh, when I was in middle school, I borrowed a video game from a friend of mine. Um, and um, he had the player's guide for it and i'd never i had never played a video game where you had to have a player's guide um and it was final fantasy 3 i had never played an rpg uh, and, and the 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 story in this video game was so so amazing to me because it it felt better than it felt better written than most TV shows or movies I had seen at that point, and I was kind of blown away because I had only ever played video games like Mario that don't really no don't story. really have a story. You're just running around. You know what to do, or you know maybe Ninja Turtles, which was great, but like sort of also didn't have a story other than go do this now, go do this now, go do this, or Ninja Gaiden, where you're just a ninja uh, and they're part of a story or whatever. Uh, but, oh, they had badass cinematics back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they they had some stuff like Castlevania. You knew you were going after Dracula or whatever. Yeah. Um, but this one had a story that you followed along on, and like you would get to certain parts, and there there was a part in the middle where I thought the game was over. Uh, I thought I'd won the game, and <laughs> it turned out it was not even the first half of the game. I had never played a game that went on that long. You know, you play Mario World or Mario or something like that, and you just kind of play through it or whatever. Or you play and save and come back and do a, do a few more. But this was a continuing story all the way through, and the story was fabulous. the the um The music in it was better than most music I had ever heard. It's still i I believe it's still like that eight bit music, even though it's a Super Nintendo, um, kind of you know MIDI sounding stuff, but. Man, I, I just remember being like, I've missed out. I've missed out on games because these this story is excellent. This game is so much fun. And I that's the only I have a I still have that game. Uh I believe I still have the the player's guide and I'm I haven't bought a Super Nintendo yet, but I've thought about buying one just to play that game because I love it still. And every Final Fantasy I've played after has been searching for one that's at least that good, uh, and I've never, I've never played another one that was that I thought was that good. 
Uh, I've never played another video game that I've thought was that good. So no, the Final Fantasy has kind of gone downhill since yeah. then. Yeah, they really they really have. Um, I know some of like seven, eight, and nine were fine. Um, seven was okay. Eight was a grind fest. Yeah. yeah, nine was probably the closest to going back to that original style. Yeah, and I always get sad when a new one comes out because I'm like, ah, I want to buy this, but I know it's but not going to be. Fifteen looks so bad. Yeah, I mean yeah. to me anyway. Yeah, so that w- that was one of the first games that i played that i was like wow video games can actually be something real so uh tj do you have anything else you have another thing you want to talk to us about that that really changed your life yeah kind of change how i think about things and, yeah um not quite a uh not quite a a nerd thing but i guess it is kind of because the book yeah. uh 1984 Oh gosh, yes. Um, I read it in in like ninth grade, and <laughs> not that early, but I read it in like ninth grade, and yeah, it really affected I if the a people lot that of read my, it in the actual year of nineteen eighty four. If it was pretty scary for them, no, 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 I'm guessing not. Um, but it just uh, it changed a lot of how I thought about politics and the way people do things. That's an absolutely excellent book. Um, it terrified me a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it still scares It scares me worse now than it did then. And reading it is so stressful to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the book. I think it's a great book, but it is, it is stressful. Yeah. Mike, you got another one? Something else that changed your life? Change. We know. Katie, what else do you have to Give change your life? Uh, I really like my first kind of fantasy book, I guess, like out of that was, was like The Hobbit. And I think that kind of changed like gotcha, yeah. my perception of how I read like a lot of that genre because I hadn't really, that was kind of the first into. It's not. It's that sci-fi fantasy kind of vibe, and that really got me into that, kind of onto that set of, of fantasy so books. What about it? Really, really got you into it? And I think it was all the different kind of characters, um, not specific characters, but like elves, dwarves, like that yeah. sort of thing. And then that really got me because that really is what the basis of a lot of a lot of those fantasy type books. Yeah, and I got all into that. Very cool. The singing, not so much. but Yeah, you weren't <laughs> as into that. <clears throat> Charles? It's a toss-up between going with a book and a movie, but I think I'll go with the movie, or I should say the animated movie. Uh, when I was a kid, my mom, she was through the channels one day, and it was on, and I apparently for some reason decided to watch it, and I think that was the gateway into the things that I currently love and I've mm. always loved and will always love. It was a movie called Flight of the Dragons. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. I don't no. think I do. I haven't heard of it. Is it, is it a... Uh, an like an 80s anime? animated doesn't movie. It, it's like kind of like The Last Unicorn. That's one of the things that in life that really just terrifies you. It's one of these things that's so important to you and then you tell somebody about it and no one's ever heard of it. No, I mean that... that how, I mean, I, does, I mean, 
I, yeah. I can relate totally what yeah, you're absolutely. talking about, but yes, because there's a there's one, and I have a hard time. I can never remember what it's called. There's an anime from probably the 70s I or 80s, and it has to do with these vehicles that are like a beetle and a grasshopper, and they can travel through time. But when they travel through time, they actually go to um, fairy tales like Jack and the Beanstalk and stuff like that. And no one else I know has ever seen it except for me and my brother. And it was excellent. I used to make Lego toys out of it. Anyway, continue about Flight uh, of the Dragons. Pretty much, uh, it's been years since I've seen it, but um, I believe it's a guy who works in a bookstore, and he falls asleep, and he wakes up, and he is in this medieval fantasy-type world, and he's a dragon. He has no idea oh, how wow. it happened, and he ends up joining up with, an, I think it's a couple, a wizard, a knight, and an archer. I mean, like, typical, like, tip, typical. Typical medieval fantasy things, and they're on a quest to fight this one dragon, kill him, bring him down, because he's starting to overtake their world. And it's just, it's the craziest thing. And I, God, can't remember how old I was, but when I saw it, but it was, it just lasts an impression, put a lasting impression on me. And that's why I still like, I will, like Willow, even like Dragonheart and the shitty sequels they've put out for that. Just any kind of sci-fi, or not sci-fi, but fantasy-based movies, I put it back to that. Because gotcha. my mom, she saw it, and she's like, oh, it's a cartoon. He'll watch like it. that. And that, my mom just, that one instance, like, okay, it caught and it hooked. That's pretty cool. Mike, I can't find that anywhere. It's on Amazon. I just looked it up. How much? 14. DVD? Uh, yeah. I think got that on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, can we come back to you? You ready? I've seen yeah, I'm ready. VHS on Amazon before. It's not a particular book, but it's a it's a series of it's an author basically. Uh, Roald Dahl. Oh, I love him. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he really got me to reading like Danny and the Champion of the World, uh, James and the Giant Peach, The Witches, which like the movie that was based off as well. Uh, Matilda, all that stuff I really liked and I really enjoyed. And I would say it's one of the biggest reasons I read today because I enjoyed them so much. You know, he did a really good job of kind of, and that's why I read, that's why I kind of prefer fiction. It's like a taking you to a different world, a different place that you can imagine, you can inhabit. And I felt he was really good at that and bringing my mind into these new weird worlds. And that's a lot of what I read now is, you know, like sci-fi or, or, you know, just hard fiction, I guess you could call it. Uh, and I think it all kind of started with that. Very cool. Very I cool. need to reread them. I've got one more. Go for it. Yeah, that changed my life. Blazes, bud. Um, set it up. Uh, I was eight years old. Um, my favorite thing in the world uh, when I was eight is Transformers. Still one of my favorite things. Yeah, that hasn't not, not much has changed since eight. Yeah, not much has changed since eight. Um, but uh, Transformer Transformers a movie comes out. I didn't oh, see it in the gosh, theater. Yeah. Um, I heard little bits about it, and then I finally got to see it, and seeing uh, Optimus Prime get killed. Oh gosh, yeah, um, devastating. It, I mean, it's one of your. It's your. It's a childhood hero, and all of a sudden. First fifteen minutes of the movie's dead, 
And for eight year old me, it's like, wow, that, wow. And, um, it just was one of the first pieces of fiction that I was involved in where a main character died in it. Yeah. And because it's a little sheltered, but, um, and then watching like season three of Transformers and watching, um, Rodimus kind of trying to live up to that ideal. And I've, I felt a lot like that as a kid trying to live up to this ideal that is set before me. Yeah. And, you know, you've got, this is the guy you're supposed to be, um, set against and everything. It's kind of, it's really stuck with me through the years. Yeah. Man, I remember watching that when it when it first came out. That was such a gosh. Yeah, Being able to see that on the big screen and then renting it from oh gosh. And just Optimus Prime, who had been most of my childhood, yeah. Just dying there. Was, to an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is total ladies. Yeah, it is. The most, sir. Well, I I had another one. Um, <clears throat> there were two books that I would probably credit with. Um, you know, you go to school and p- people like Katie, teachers like Katie, make you read stuff. So and, sorry. And you don't really, you don't really want to. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. I actually took two books from the school. Did you? Yeah, I still have them to this day. But um. The, these were it's two. Swanee, it's okay. <laughs> it's Swanee. It's okay. Oh, they, they, they don't like use them anyway. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't, don't read anyway. anyway. Sorry, Ray. But uh, th- these were two books that l- one of them was on the what are they? The summer reading, the required yeah. reading yeah. during we the summer. We don't do those anymore. But yeah, I actually oh. picked it because it was the book with the least amount of pages in it. Per usual, of that's of, of course. Yeah. Uh, but it was Ayn Rand's uh, <gasps> Anthem. Anthem, yeah, that's a good one. And I thought I was reading some it, heavy reading. Yeah. yeah, I thought I was reading it just because I wanted to read the shortest book possible. <laughs> um, and we that's absolutely one. why I yeah. picked it because it's under a hundred pages. Yeah, but it quickly became one of my favorite books of all time. Um, it's a it's number it's Ayn Rand, so it's yeah. pretty pretty heavy um philosophy going on in there but it was a sci-fi book essentially it's after this some kind of apocalyptic thing has happened and now this is the way society lives and it was one of the most enjoyable things i had ever read and it was one of those times when i was like okay this reading if you find the right stuff, it can be really fun. Mm-hmm. It can be great. It doesn't just have to be this chore all the time. Of Because some of the other stuff I, the, that we were having to read, I just wasn't into. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, but that like kind of showed me, hey, reading is actually fun if you find stuff that you're actually interested in. And that was one of the ones. Uh, one, the other one was um, when I read Jurassic Park, the novel. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Michael Crichton. He can write. Yeah. I love his stuff. And it was the first time when I was like, oh, the novel, this, this, is, this is funny, just telling all my friends, the, the book is actually better <laughs> than better. the movie. <laughs> but, you know, I had never heard that before. I'd never had people tell me, oh, the book's part of the movie. I was that guy. Yeah. I was like, hey, have you, Jurassic Park was awesome. We love dinosaurs. Did you read the book, though? <laughs> it was actually better than the movie. Mm-hmm. That was a new concept <laughs> to me. Um, so those were two books that really helped me. Yeah. That was me in like junior high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. High school is like, 
Oh, that that it miniseries? How did you read the book on that? Because that's a lot better. Yeah, yeah. That was the Jurassic Park. Was the book I read where I learned that people hit you when you keep telling them what how the book is what, different than the yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. well, those aren't really his. And then they just get hit, and then you're like, oh, okay. Well, no, shut, well I'll shut up. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Charles, you had another one. Uh, it was two books. Two books. Yeah, I mean they multiply over they, here. No, they kind of deal with the same, I guess, the same themes and tones. But uh, there are two books I took from my old school. <laughs> uh, like I said, it's funny County. They, yeah, they're not going to need them. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, old Man in the Sea. Oh, and one. Night by Eli Wiesel. I love Old Man in the Sea. Yeah, uh, I I think based on Ray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much just the the. Like I don't want to go into detail like each book, but just the the events that happen to the the central characters and all that they go through, and just the fact that they're able to uh, persevere through it, and how it react or how they react, and how it changes them in the end, in the long run. It is pretty much like no matter what you're going to go through, it's either going to how it's going to affect you in the long run. Is it going to change you? Yeah, to where you're compl- something completely different, like in night, or just be thankful you got to the end. Yeah, as in like Old Man in the Sea. So it's just the perception <laughs> I take from that. Right on, right yeah. on. Mike, do you have anything else? No, my life has not changed many times. Not changed many times. I got TJ's I, got another one. Not not another one. This I got another question for everybody. Yes. Okay. Um, one it's kind of based off the book we've been reading in our book club, and. Oh, I'm then, out. Uh, second, it, it kind of follows along with that. What uh, if you it, you can you can participate, Charles? It's a good question. Um, what character's death in a book has affected you the strongest in any any of the books you've ever read? This will sound strange because, of course, with me it is a comic book. Yeah, but Glenn's death in Walking Dead okay. was one of the most unexpected. Uh, he was definitely one of my favorite characters in that comic. Uh, I, I was not expecting the violence to that was going to kill him to be so out of control because that was one of the most violent things I have ever read in my life. Um, and it's it's that and um, I think if I had not watched Game of Thrones before I read it, the Ned Stark. Ned Stark yeah. killed me when I got to that part. Yeah. Cause like in the book, read I read before? the books first okay. and I was like, well, I, yeah, I was, that was going to be mine. Like the Game of Thrones series. Like I didn't see like any of them coming. There are so many deaths so, in that that you do not and, see coming. And sometimes from, because every chapter is from the different perspective of a different person. So like the one deaths that you were getting while you were like when Catelyn like you get from her perspective as she's being well, killed. And the you're red, just the like, red wedding was for me. Oh, I, the the season oh. hadn't come out yet, yeah. so I read that before I got to see it, and yeah. that was that, insane. Right, to I me. just, I think I actually ripped the pages of the book because I was like <laughs> gripping them so hard as I was reading it. I think that that book did it to me a lot. Yeah. Did you have any others, or did I just steal all of you? You just kind of stole them. Okay. That's okay. Sorry. That's all right. Mike. Yeah, mine was kind of a tie. One was Rob Stark, The Red Wedding. Mm. Uh, that really upset me. Uh, the second one was the end of the book uh, by Cormac McCarthy, The Road. I haven't um, read that. I'm pretty sure the same thing happens in the movie. 
but it's just yeah. like uh one of the main characters uh dies and the other one's just kind of like like you could tell like his entire world shattered like what am i going to do crazy scene uh and it was just like the end of the books i remembered i was like taking a bath when i was reading it so i was like a 25 year old man crying in the bathtub <laughs> after i got done reading it but it was uh it was really good uh, and that was that's one of the big ones i would say charles owen hart <laughs> no he's talking about books i'm the Death of Own Heart by Bret Hart. <laughs> the unauthorized biography. <laughs> just like, shut down. From I, the Rafters, the story of Owen Hart. <laughs> Actually, in one of Mick Foley's books, he does talk about that night, that event, and how the cameras did not go, they didn't pan towards that area of the ring because there was an indention in the ring with a little couple splotches of blood. So, yeah, but no, I'm trying to think of a book that I've did somebody ever die read. or something. Afraid the guy he fell from the rafters, hit oh, the turnbuckle, shit. hit the and hit the mat, and yeah, died. Well, I would in front of a live audience, but uh, yeah, Ooh. impactful death in a book. Uh, I've probably read one, but I just can't think of anything really off the top of my head that really for me hit me hard. For for me, it's an odd one. In uh, Jesus. No. There, no, he, he, no, I can go with that one. Back. I know. <laughs> he spoiler finished, alert! Yes. He finished the book. Was um Nick Andros in the stand? That one bothered me That's really. Been yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's been a while since I've read this. But stand. that was that Nick was my favorite character in that book, and um, it was just like okay, man, this cruising along. Nick's doing good. Dude's doing doing pretty good still, you know. And then uh, they take Nick out about two thirds of the way through the book. I'm sitting there, like the back of the book. I'm like, that much left. I'm like, there shouldn't, you know, killed off the main character. What it's gonna be yeah. a boring ass book. And um, I was, I, I stopped reading it for for a couple of hours. I'm like, I I I just kind of put a put my bookmark in, kind of set it down, and kind of just kind of had to deal with it there for a minute stare out the window for a little while yeah it just was it was really rough because he had such a bad time through the book anyway um and then you know you thought that that was one of those guys that going to persevere through the hardships he'd been put through and no, it took him out death means nothing yeah all right <clears throat> the deaths yep. pretty 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 good downer tj you're welcome. Yeah. This podcast. Well, well we can make some more Owen Hart jokes. A, uh, well, nobody cares about Owen Hart. <laughs> Ass Ben. Yeah. The All frayed right. rope. The spotted mat. The unauthorized biography of Owen Hart. Owen Matt Stain Hart. All right, Katie. Random question time. Give us oh, a question. Gosh. We're going to answer it. Go. Well, that was quick. Okay, so the question is that was quick, TJ. <laughs> no, quick. <laughs> that's First a literal. That's experience. what she said. <laughs> Katie, what you got? We're putting you on the spot because you're you, our guest. You really did. Our first sexual experience. Go on. <gasps> <laughs> no, you said that was quick. Go on. 
and and now you go <laughs> wild TJ with the jokes. It's like legitimately like taking her back. She's like, <gasps> like she was remembering it. Like, remember? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Try oh, to forget about that. God. Um. Ray can't remember. <laughs> I'll show you the ropes, honey. <laughs> Oh, that's so terrible. Right, I think Ray invented sex. <laughs> it's like, Adam, this is how you do it, buddy. Yeah. I just gave up on even thinking about questions. <laughs> it's just took like a whole different route. Right? I don't know. It's pretty Did awkward. Did you ever see like A Thousand Ways to Die where the guy yes. tried to... Um, I live it. Tried to uh, he put the jumper cables on the cow heart and tried to screw it, and that's no. how he died. That was Wait, pretty what? good. One. Yeah, it was the end of the first season. They ended it with that. He put he would put jumper cables on like a cow heart so it would kind of be heated and move, and <laughs> then uh, proceed to fornicate with it. And that's how he died. He electrocuted himself with a twelve volt system. That's impressive. He used the car battery. Still a twelve volt system, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's how he died. It's better than the guy that died trying to screw a raccoon. Well, I like, I like the. Guy. Is Russia. it really that hard up to find just like apparently, normal? Like, apparently, oh, it's some raccoon strange. <laughs> some raccoon. It's got the hands. Well, <laughs> <laughs> keeping away from your it's from really your penis. penis. It's raccoon hands. It it's makes like your dick real. look really big in a raccoon <laughs> hand. Exactly. That's why you want it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god! Well, my big thing I was remember. the guy who got high on Jankums, uh, the uh, <laughs> fermented uh, methane from poop. The guy <laughs> dunked his head in the porta potty to get all Jankums out and get high, and he just died. <laughs> <laughs> the two I remember the most, uh, other than those two, yeah, were was the kid that got killed ghost riding the whip. Yeah, he got he his head off. ran over. Yeah, what? He f- he fell off the car, and the car was locked going in a circle. Yeah, and it came right up the center of it. <laughs> yeah, so it like yeah, okay, it like brushed him. Yeah, don't go. And all of his buddies kids. are just standing there laughing at him and everything while it's going on. It's like ah, oh, and then all of a sudden he's getting run over, and they're you know teenagers testicles first, and then the rest of your body <laughs> at fifteen miles an hour. And then the the dude that got like garden snails out of his garden and fed them to his uh, girlfriend as s cargo, and they <laughs> I got remember brain seeing that parasites. One. <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing that one three weeks later. <laughs> oh, yeah. we would feed so many garden slugs. <laughs> this dude's like, man, s cargo. <laughs> you know, you know, that would have been horrible <laughs> for our gene pool. Exactly, <laughs> it's all shallow and stagnant. <laughs> Full of escargot snails. So, has anyone got any questions now? Because I don't know. Would you like better, filter. City Slickers one or City Slickers? Oh shit! Uh, search for Curly's gold. Oh, this is no brainer. City Slickers one. Yeah. I don't or, know. John Lovitz jacked off a yeah. bowl. No. And John Lovitz is in it. Mm. I'm in City Slickers. That's I'm, the ticket. Oh, I'm good. The first one. I love I'll stick the first with my one. answer. Yeah. And the first one's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, a, a guy that works with us, Bob, he's really got me on this 80s kick. Like, I want to watch 
I want to watch Gremlins. Uh, Batteries not included. I love that movie. Uh, yeah. Cocoon. Uh, Short circuit. Was, I never got Cocoon. Was I cocoon. never got it. So I need to good. watch it. How is like, Wilfred Brimley, your younger, your younger brother? <laughs> I have diabetes. Like I watched it all the time as a Quite kid, but I still yeah. don't get it. I don't remember it. I have yeah. to watch it. Like I knew they're in these like cocoon yeah. things, and they're a whole bunch of old people, and I think it's they in just, a pool. Like, become young. The or cocoons something. are in yeah. the pool, and. They're yeah, alien pods, and they rejuvenate the older people, and the older people go at the end go to like live some, with them in the stars. Yeah. If, okay, well, well shit, that I, was, now I don't need to watch it. I don't know. I feel like the, That's Cliff Notes. The magic is gone. I need to see Crossroads. Uh, right, with Britney Spears? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, with Ralph Macchio, where he sells his soul to the devil and uh, no, gets best, sweet shredding yeah. skills. The, the second best Ralph Macchio movie is My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> oh, that's oh, the first my best. Oh, no, yes. Karate Kid's the first best. No, uh, no uh, the first Then My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin oh, Vinny. Weekend at Bernie's. You gotta do that one. I love Weekend oh, yeah. at Bernie's, although I prefer the second one. <laughs> just because of the little hump dance. It's just it's too much for me. <laughs> It's like how how can we beat this dead body? <laughs> Let's put a curse on it that makes it dance when you hear music. That's impressive. Why did how did they think that up? I guess like wasn't it Voodoo Jamaicans that did it? Yes, it, mannequin. It, it, okay. Mannequin. Oh wow! I, I, mannequin. I prefer the second one over the first one. Really? I, I don't think I, I like ever the saw second. the second one. The second one, she's a she's a mall mannequin. I think. Yeah. Uh. I just love the first one. Like and if you're doing 80s movies, you got to do... Weird Science. Oh, that's a good one. Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder movies. <gasps> well, I want to watch uh, Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy. Crazy. The Toy is one of my all-time favorite yeah, movies. I want to watch that Brewster's one. Millions. Brewster's Millions is amazing. Uh, Trading Places, for sure, need to watch. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a, a Christmas movie. I need to see all year. the Crocodile Dundee movies. <gasps> Absolutely. I, love, I have them all on DVD. I love them. Even... Uh, Crocodile Dundee, Dundee goes to LA. It's or so bad, but I think I have that one. No, I don't. I have. It the can't be as two. bad as Ace Ventura Junior. Uh, there's a Junior. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be funny, but Mask like two. it wasn't even funny. That was the one with the dog. Jamie, or Jamie, Jamie, Kennedy. Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy is like <laughs> he's the worst. Yeah. Best thing he's ever been in is Bowfinger. He even made that bad, kind of. No, he didn't make Bowfinger bad. I don't know. Jamie Kennedy is just like, it's like a mark of terrible. If if he has anything attached to it, you know, it's like saying, and brought to you by McGee. <laughs> Tremors 5 <laughs> wasn't that bad. Tremors 5. Yeah. Jesus. I like, I like, I, I like the it. title of Tremors 3, Back to Perfection. Because mm-hmm. uh, you just know they're running out of ideas. Yeah. Yes. Very much. I like Tremors. All right, Grab so this boys. has been our nerds who get laid. <laughs> Talk about tremors. Random <laughs> question. Random shit. What's your you got a question, question now? Yes. Hit us. With April being almost over with, what are y'all looking forward to the most out of May? Uh, the Justin Timberlake meme where it goes, it's gotta be May. Oh, yeah. That'll start coming around. You need to get, for- you need to get on mm-hmm. early, Katie. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I need to go ahead and put that one up. As a man, I can't do it. <sighs> That's true. In May. What's coming what, out in May? What am I looking forward to the in end of May? School. No, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> Megacon. I'm looking, really looking yeah. forward to that. That's Is that in my, May? Yeah. It's I have vacation May. in the beginning of May, so I'm pretty pumped about that. That's the first convention I've been to since, uh, well, aside from Infinity Since Con. the Constitutional Convention. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since that one. Uh, me and Ray were there. We helped sign. Um, but no, the... Uh, Yo, what's up? Be frank. 
since uh, BotCon 2004. It's the, la- it's the first I mean, convention I've been Ray's to. Ray's little brother, John, was there, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, he had to support him. Um, let's see. Obviously, uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Um, other than that, I'm not looking forward to the end of May at all. No, just the mo- what are you looking forward to in May? Not the end, but just there's, there's quite a bit of stuff going on in May. Just Civil War and uh, Megacon. Two big X Men comes out. I hope I look Civil forward War to and Megacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not spending as much money on toys. Uh, <laughs> Is all my, all the big stuff that way I've too many dildos waiting for <laughs> all to come the out. big stuff. You see well, one now. with the, you with the return stand? the ones that you borrow. <laughs> Jesus, I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> have to replace them. My dishwasher's broken. <laughs> well, just clean them with your saliva like you normally do. I don't know. I changed my diet, and it doesn't taste. The same. <laughs> That's silicone. Well, unless you like put cornstarch on it, it just it. Doesn't feel real and gotcha. Fake penis is kind of creepy. Gotcha. Real ones are much better. Anyone else looking forward to anything? Nope. I just hope that I can keep my sanity and that I don't spiral. Wait, do we have Wizkids open? Is that in May? I th- think I'm that is. Wizkids open, and note, that guys, means that okay. X Men comes out as well. X Men set. X Men Hero Click set. Kids are which is amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about Brood. it. Yeah, I think I'm more excited about that than Marauders. Really? Yeah, I know you were excited about Marauders. Worst thing. Yeah. All right, guys. This has been Nerds Who Get Laid. You can find us on Facebook. We're on the Twitter. Ray yeah, castrated Mike. <laughs> Ray just pointed an African tribal dagger at my genitals. Genitalia. In a threatening way. Well, Very I mean, there's never been a time where I'm like, oh, yeah, waggle that African tribal dagger at my genitals. It's always threatening. There's, well, there's a, a come hither way to do it as well. Mm, just watch him. Just watch. Ray will show you. Mm, yep. Ray will pull out his knife and then his natural knife. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, we appreciate you for listening Nine to inch us. Prison so, is that your pig sticker? Is that the big one? Show me your pig. Okay, that is the pig. His pork sword. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. It's been another disappointing episode. <laughs> Horribly disappointing. Well, last I mean, week I don't was even good. Want to be here. I'm sorry I was here. I'm, I'm not coming. I'm quitting now. I'm not coming up here next week for this. I'm not coming. <laughs>